Huh. I'm a little tired, just got finished working out. Got a look report. Oh, thank you for all for coming. Uh, first things first, uh, academic football students of the week, Chaz Wallace, Hank Zelinkis. Chaz Wallace, Ethnic Studies, Hank Zelinkis, Exploratory Studies. Guys did a great job. I like to just commend them on there. Just chase for greatness on and off the field. Wonderful. I'd love to hear it. Also, a couple other of my players came to me this past weekend and wanted to do something for single mothers. I thought that was so darn wonderful because there's a period of time in my life where my mother was a single parent, and uh, I just got love for that. So I told them anything they want to do, I'm all in. And that was uh, tremendous. That's the kind of character our young men have. Uh, great game. We, as you know, we didn't play our best football. We didn't put our best foot forward, but we uh, took care of all of uh, protocol and watching film, clean it up, we're ready to go into this week. Great challenge ahead of us. First and foremost, I have the utmost respect and love and appreciation for the head coach. This is a bona fide winner, not just a winner, a man who has put a plethora of young men into college and uh, they care about the character of the men and I've been watching his journey because I was lived in Texas for a while so I'm a, you know, Barry Switz is one of my great guys, so just watching his climb from there and what he did for that program and then going out to uh, California, what he's doing for USC is commendable. I got love, respect, and appreciation for everything that he's accomplishing. He is one of the, the upper tier coaches and I, uh, I admire him tremendously and his staff. Let's go. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, Coach Ryan. Coach. What's going on, boss? Not much. How you doing? Excellent. Uh, a lot of times in a game like you had on Saturday, you can learn a lot about your team when you yeah. watch the film. Did anyone really stand out to you positively in terms of playing until the um, zeros were on the clock? Uh, quite a few of them did. Uh, I don't think we really had anybody who just shut it down and quit. The, the effort might have not been 100%, 110% like we require, but I don't think any of them shut it down. And I'm, I'm proud of them. you got to understand, uh, um, for some people, they have a disdain for what we are and what transpired. To be three and one and not satisfied, don't they say a lot about this program? You're three and one and you're not satisfied and you know you can do better. So I'm happy with that understanding and that change of the thought process of this program. And I love where we're headed. Hi Coach, Nick Edwards here, Sports Report, how are you? How you doing? Good. I uh, saw in a recent well-off um, video that Shiloh was a bit banged up after yeah. the game. How is he doing? He's doing better. We went to the hospital right after we landed. Uh, he's doing much better. We're praying that he he's, he heals and he's he's playing this weekend. He's a viable part of our secondary and our team uh, defensively. He's one of the voices on the defense, and uh, he plays with a certain physicality that we desire and we want. And uh, he's giving me daily updates, trust me. And I'm praying that he can play as a father as well as a coach. Hi, Coach Adam Mustard Tiger, 24 7. How you doing, sir? How did Alton McCaskill's body hold up getting some of those reps, and what's kind of your plan for him going Alton is, is uh, first of all, one of the best character young men that, that I've ever come to know. Uh, wonderful family. Mother has done a wonderful job with him as well as his siblings. He's, he's getting better and better. We want to see him hit it 
little more physicality, get the shoulders over a little bit. But as you can see, he has it. He just has to put it together in that due time, but he will. I don't doubt him for nothing. He's a great he's a, a great running back, but we have a, a backfield full of guys that can get the job done, but he's special. Hey, Coach, uh, Packer and Associate Frost. I guess uh, when you put on tape of uh, Caleb Williams, what stands out to him? Everything. Everything. The kid is a playmaker, um, deserves the Heisman Trophy um, a year ago, which he, he secured. I love to see his personality on commercials and you know, pressers. Um, he's the epitome of class and confidence in what he brings to the table. He makes plays. He makes that team go. He is uh, he's a handful. Coach, first time running with the athletic Yes. Uh, as a head coach, when your quarterback gets hit, what are the emotions and frustrations like when the quarterback also happens? Well, it's my son, too. You know that, right? That's uh, just what are the emotions? I'm just messing with you. I don't have emotions as a father when I'm out there. I'm, I'm his emotions as just a coach. Um, you don't want your quarterback to get touched, but the fact that he we're giving up pressures, not only pressures but sacks, um, it's a. Sometimes he hold it, waiting for guys to clear, waiting for guys to open. Sometimes uh, there's nobody open, so it is what it is. We got to fix it. You don't want that because you want him to endure throughout the season because. When he's doing his thing, we do our thing. Uh, the great note, you always got to flip it to the positive side. Giving up the sacks we've given up. Uh, the kid is still, what, 77% completion, completion percentage and over 70% last week or something like that? You know how phenomenal that is? So you got to look at things positively as well. That's phenomenal considering what we've given up uh, sack-wise and pressures. That means he's he's still when he gets it off he's doing his job, which is uh, tremendous. We just gotta do a better job in protecting him and getting the ball out of there. Hey, how you Jack doing, Carlo. sir? Good. How are you? Um, Jack Carlo with Buffalo's Wire. Um, it's only been a couple of days, but have you kind of seen your leaders respond to the adversity that you guys? Um, I, I want to see the coaches respond first. That's the thing. I know the leaders are a lot, but I want to see how the coaches respond first. And the coaches, they have been responding. They've taken it on upon themselves as making the necessary changes, um, scheming uh, a little differently, because you got to understand they have four, game, four games of film on us right now to really predicate what we're going to do and where we are. We had a tremendous uh, scout report today that was tremendous, that opened a lot of eyes. I think the, the theme of the scout report, uh, what, was the, what was the scripture? The truth shall set you free. The truth shall set you free. And we wanted to really give them the truth about some matters that's going on around here. So prayerfully, they'll be free to do what they're capable of doing. Tremendous, though. Coach, Pat Smith, 104.3 The Fan. You talked about, after the game the other day, yes, accountability, sir. right? With the yes, staff, sir. And you just alluded to it. For you, what is that evaluation process like? I mean, it's easy to cut on the film and watch the players, but how do you evaluate a staff? Being uh, prepared. It shouldn't be maybe a couple surprises throughout a game, but there shouldn't be a multitude of surprises. We should know, okay, they're going to do this because when pressure's on people, they resort back to what they normally know. So we should know up on third down when they want to send pressure where this is coming from. We should know understanding uh, on this formation they're going to run the ball. We should know what's coming. It's not a bunch of surprises in football. It just comes down to can your team execute much better than they can and they executed much better than we could. So it's not a bunch of surprises, but now you got to adapt and adjust 
and make sure that we're forward thinking and not reacting. I hate being reactive. I like to be proactive. In that vein, do you believe your offense is too one-dimensional right now? I don't know about one-dimensional. Um, we got to run the ball. We got to run the ball. Not only that, we got to implement short and immediate as well as a deep passing game as well. But the main thing, you got to protect your quarterback. I don't care who you are, you got to protect your quarterback. Coach Sean. Coach Sean Keeler of the Denver Post. You mentioned last week that Cormani seeing the field was up to Cormani. Uh, I wonder if you could elaborate on what you want to see him do, one. And two, did he help his case? Study, late, prepare. Late, late Study, time. prepare. Be on time for meetings. Show up to the darn meetings. Understand what we're doing as a scheme. Want to play this game. Desire to play this game. Desire to be the best in this game. At practice, in the film room, uh, and on your own free time. You do know that I check film time for each player upon the week. Thursday, I need film time from the whole staff so I can see who's been preparing. And that's just not about commodity. That's about a multitude of them. So if I don't see that, that it, you would be a fool to put somebody out there and they're unprepared. Can't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. I'm old school. I'm sorry. Did, did Oregon help in that regard? You got out there late? Did, what a score. Shoot. I started to put you out there at one point. Leave my guy alone. Leave my guy alone. I love the Broncos. You know I love their coach. And Sean Payton's my guy. He's going to get it right. I promise you that. I believe in Sean Payton. Thank you, Coach. Brian Howell. How you doing, sir? Just kind of going off Matt's question here, but do you feel like you guys need to be a little bit more committed to the to establishing the run game than you have to this point with the backs you guys have? That's just like asking your wife, are you committed to a good meal every night if she can't cook? <laughs> we got to be able to cook the meal, right? Before we can commit to it, okay? We got to be able to cook the running game before we commit to it. That was good. That actually was a good one. That was spontaneous, too. Coach Arnie State of the Associated Press. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Excellent. Um, uh, I know the women's, this is a little bit off topic, but the women's basketball team starts practice today, and I'm wondering what it's like for you to watch Aussie on the hardwood. Uh, you, know, you watch your, your boys on, on the good hardwood. Man, I'm, you got to understand, my baby girl is my heart. That's uh, I love all my kids, but I love them differently, as I always tell you. Bossy is, is my baby girl. She's my heart. Um, she has a witness protection program with her brothers. They, she'll never date. She, she probably won't get married till she's about 40 because they don't play. But that's, that's my baby. And just seeing her compete, just seeing her go out there and want it and, and work and sit in there and put up 100 shots at the end of practice and on her own because they, they could go in the gym anytime they want. That's a tremendous. We have a tremendous head women's basketball coach with I adore. And I told her, any recruiting help you need, it, you got me. And uh, they take me up on that, and I love it when they bring the young women in that's going to advance their program. But seeing my daughter just in a darn uniform, you have no idea. I, I, I don't, even though we got, we got an L, I don't consider it a loss when I get to watch my sons um, not only play on the field, I get to watch my son film everything and edit it and put it out and, and make people insecure around the country about their, their staff. Uh, then I get to see my daughter, you know, come in my office and take a nap on the couch and, and do on that shower up and put on all my clothes and steal them. I, I get to see all of that. So I, I'm, 
I'm living a wonderful double life here as a father and a coach, and I, I love every minute of it. It's a great question. Thank you, man. You brightened my day up. Appreciate it. Women's basketball first practice today. Well, what time? What time is media it? Media availability at 12:30. So we want. Is it 12:30? Over there. Is it 12:30? The media availability is 12:30. I'm talking about what's time? Practice, the practice is two o'clock. I gotta go check it out. She don't want me to come to practice, though. She never wants me to come. Hey, Coach, uh, Tyler King with the Denver Gazette. That's the dogs and coffee shirt. I like that, my man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Amen. Um, sticking with the, the parental aspect, uh, th this weekend you guys will be playing Jerry Rice's son, Brendan, on the other side. Uh, I'm just curious what that's like for you as your kids get to go. Yeah, I could care games. less. I can care less. I don't give a darn about that. I care about all my kids, man. All my kids that have on a Colorado Buffalo uniform. That's what I care about. I, I can I can care less. I care about uh, uh, Mr. Williams, you know, Caleb Williams, <laughs> and that whole host of young men that's coming. Um, I'm I'm happy for Jerry that his son is doing uh, his thing. I saw T.O. post about his son that scored a touchdown last week, and I'm happy with any father, man, that's there in their kid's life and doing a a wonderful thing. I really am. I'm, I'm into fatherhood. I really am. Harry Lowe, Stephen, back here. Um, so Keyshawn Johnson went on and said that there may have been some coaches who released some information about your team to Oregon. That's that's was, ordinary. Was that, was that something that maybe you were alluding to after the game when you said no, 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 I that teams are trying to beat you? And no, no, I was alluding to what I said. I was honest about what I said. Uh, no, that happens every week. That's not just uh, – from Oregon game, that's that's life. And uh, I want our coaches to understand that we're not just playing against a team. We're playing against all of college football. It ain't too many people lined up to see us dominant to see us win. And they got to understand that as a whole. And our entire staff has to understand you're not just participating against that per se school. We call for information as well. So that's, that's not a one-stop uh, type of thing. But uh, I know Keyshawn alluded to the gentleman saying that they have a plethora of calls trying to assist, which is understandable. Ain't no, that, that, that don't make it no tougher, no, no easier. We understand that's what we're up against. Do you mind if I ask an unrelated question while I have a microphone? Yes. Uh, Haley Van Voorhees, she's a player for, um, for a D3 university. She was the first female who is a non-kicker to get on the field this past week wow. as, as a safety. Um, I just want to know what your thoughts were about a, about a woman non-kicker getting on the field and actually making a play. She got a, she got a quarterback role. Awesome. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm happy for her. Um, first of all, I, I'm concerned about her safety. I want to make sure she's safe, but I'm sure if she's put on the pad, she understands what goes along with that. But, uh, you know, I believe in equality, not just of ethnicity, but gender as well. So I'm all for it. God bless her. Hey, Coach. Patrick Gosser, Scobo Sports. Um, I was just, uh, throughout the game, you guys have been very reliant, throughout the season, excuse me, you guys have been very reliant on 10-11 personnel, and even in 11, you split Mikey out wide a lot in the slot. So then with the issues with quarterback protection, I'm guessing you're running more 21, 12 personnel, keeping an extra guy. You're getting a little technical, man. Just what what you trying to say? You're getting a little <laughs> have you guys tried to keep, uh, thought about keeping more guys in the backfield or on the line? To you keep more guys in the backfield, then you got three guys to go out for a pass, you got two guys to go out for a pass, and uh, it's easy to double them. Um, you know, everybody goes with tendencies. We just got to win. When we're out there, regardless of what personnel, we got a receiver out there, he has to win his matchup. He has to win his battle. And we just got to call things a little more understanding of the coverages as well. But we will get to that. We'll do it. All right, last one. Go I think we're, pretty, we're still pretty good ranking-wise uh, amongst the college football. I'm, I'm, I know we're 3-1, and one, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of schools out there would love to trade places. Uh, Ryan McGee with ESPN. Dion, first time I saw you was at Close in Death Valley back in the day. Yeah. You, 
people were booing you. Your whole life, you've been divisive. People yeah, when I came out the wound, I was booing. Right, or they really don't, right? Yeah. So, and a lot of those don'ts have been very vocal this week. How? What's your message to them? And then, and then what do you talking I don't have a message to detractors or haters. I don't have a message. I don't take my time to respond and to defend myself. Why would I do that? I'm, I'm giving you a microphone if I'm doing it. I'm giving you solace that you're in my life. I don't care. I really don't. So it's, if it's been that way all my life, you would think that I'm used to it. I'm, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. And I keep going. So I'm good with that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. This is a comfortable place for me. So what do you teach your guys in the locker room? Who are, who are it's about us. It's not about them. It's about us. Um, everywhere we go, even in your darn families, you're going to have detractors, you're going to have naysayers, you're going to have doubters. Even in your darn family, and you guys all shaking my head, shaking your head like, yeah, yeah, my aunt, she ain't no good. <laughs> you know, my sister ain't, you know, she's ignorant. Uh, you, you know I'm telling the truth. That's because it's going to be like that. God would always allow somebody to be in your path that, that have a disdain or dislike for you. It's up to you to keep going. I don't stop. I keep going. I don't have to stop in me. Not whatsoever, man. Thank you, sir. Great question, though. Thanks, Coach. I think we're good today. Let's see, we got one more. We got one more. Feeling good. Who wants it? Who wants it? Um, Billy Barber from Monarch High School and Ohio Media. Monarch High School. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. Um, how has the atmosphere been changing, especially since the Oregon, the Oregon game, that you guys were on that high three and zero? How is the atmosphere? Has the atmosphere? We're still on a high. We're still on a high. We're not on a seesaw. Yeah, we, we, we don't go up with the weight coming down. We don't do that. We rock steady, baby. We, we, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you baby. I don't want to be vilified by calling a woman baby in this climate, okay? Ma'am, ma'am, uh, we're still on a natural high. We're still working our butts off to achieve perfection. We're still loving what we do and doing what we love. We're still who we are. And things just happen in life, but we can't stop. We got to continue to focus and go forward and move expeditiously and still walk our path. I'm loving our kids, I'm loving our staff, I'm loving the community, I'm loving the support, the student body. I'm loving every bit of it, and I can't wait to see how they show up and show out. You gotta understand, uh, David's gotta have a Goliath. Yeah, if David don't have a Goliath, he don't get to use his stones. That was a good one, I'm gonna end right there. <laughs> Thank you, God bless you. I didn't, get, I, didn't, I didn't get, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta, you, you do a great job. Uh, ABC announced 10 point. 10 million viewers for the Oregon game, most watched game this season, uh, second most watched regular season game in CU history. Um, we've now had 35 million viewers through four weeks, average at eight, almost nine million viewers per week. Um, defense, 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 offense, offense, offense. Uh, our chancellor, uh, Chancellor Phil DeStefano, right? Did, did I? Did I announce him right? DeStefano. I'm sorry. I just said DeStefano. That's how I said DeStefano. That's my guy, man. He did some wonderful things here, even uh, changing some things so a lot of our athletes could get in, and then they proved themselves that they should have been in. But he is a wonderful human being, always greets me with a smile and a hug. Uh, he's going to be missed. I think he's going to continue his term, isn't he, until uh, the end? Through May, and then he's going to be part of the leadership program. Yeah, which is Phenomenal, but uh, I have much admiration, much love, but much respect. And uh, he's a legend to me because he embraced us with open arms and made it possible for us to do some of the things that we're doing. And uh, hats off and God bless him. 
Um, he will be missed, but I'm sure he's going to stay around in some capacity, which is a good man. We must applaud our good men and our good women while they're here and give them their roses while they can still smell them. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not my phone up here. Did I leave my phone? My phone is where? Did I put it down? Is this it? Looking like a microphone? Oh, I had to record y'all just in case. <laughs> How you doing? Ready? How y'all doing there? I can hear me? All right. All right. Linebacker Juwan Juju Mitchell. Questions. It's been a long road for you in college so far. What was it after what went down at ASU about CU that made Colorado the right place and right fit for you? It was kind of just the belief. They believed in me, believed in my situation, and I also believed in them and what they had going and what they had building. And then just the whole culture, like it's a lot of underdogs, things of that sort. And it just was the right place to come in with a chip on our shoulder, every single person. And got something to prove. So, hey, thanks for taking the time. Uh, we're talking to Coach Prime a second ago, and he said that uh, one of the messages this week was the truth will set you free. That's mm -hmm. kind of the mantra you guys are going. What is the truth, and what will set you free? What What was the meaning behind that? Man, the truth is the film. Like the truth, the film don't lie. You know, we got things we can work on. I'm just happy that happened at the time it did. I was sad for a little bit. As you, that's why I took my hair out, as you can see. But I mean, like. The film don't lie, it's clarity. You gotta be able to be a man and accept what you're putting on film and go in and correct it day in and day out. Hi, Jawan, Adam Monster Tiger, 24-7 Sports. Mm -hmm. You didn't get here until late during camp. How were you able to pick up and grasp this defense as quickly as you did? What, what did that process look like for you? So, it's also a blessing to me playing under so many staffs, things of that sort. You know, I, I really learned coverages, I really learned how schemes fit. Yeah, maybe different verbiage and things of that sort, but a strong hook is a strong hook. Uh, a weak hook is a weak hook. I just need to know where it fit in in the scheme and when we want to run it and where we try to stop. So that's pretty much been it. Go ahead, Pat. Juwan, excuse me, Pat Rooney, Boulder Daily Camera. Um, it's been a little up and down for the defense all season. A little bit of a rough outing, obviously, at Oregon. How have you guys gone about the business of you know, trying to shake that off? Obviously, another huge challenge this week. Mm -hmm. Everybody waiting for us to respond. So we don't got time for a pity party, things of that sort. So we right back to work. Right back where we started, you know what I'm saying? Nobody expected us to be 3-0. People expect us to win. So we gave people what they wanted this game, and it's time to get back to work and just focus on what's in the locker room. Uh, hey, Juwan. Uh, good morning. Patrick Dodge, Sports. Uh, after a pretty big loss to a, a top 10 team, you know you're coming up against another big team the very next week. How do you stay focused and try not get too overwhelmed by the stature of the two teams that you just played and the team you're going to play? How does that not overwhelm you across the week practice? It's college football. It's any given Saturday, anything can happen. You see USC play Arizona State, so they're vulnerable. And I'm sure Lincoln telling them boys they got to step it up this week too. So it's pretty much who's going to come to work, be the most prepared day in and day out, and leading up to Saturday. We can't just flip the switch. we got to prepare. Hi, Ryan Scholes, Ralphie Report. 
we saw that video yesterday of Coach Prime reading the text from Travis Hunter saying that he wanted to come back and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. Did that fire you guys up as a team, and do you feel extra motivated because of that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like we, like I said, we all in this together. Like, I'm sure that loss hurt Travis just as much, like him sitting at home. Like, even when he in the building, like, he's just all in. Everybody's all in. And we're gonna take our we're gonna take our wounds and we're gonna take our wins the same way. Hey Jerome, Troy Finnegan, C Sports Report. As you guys uh, look at the film that left from last week and turn your attention to another talented offense, what is was there a single point of emphasis for you guys as a defense for something that you guys need to improve upon? After the game? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like everything. They out executed us. They came out, out executed us. It's not all on the coaches. We the ones playing. We get the call, everybody got to be on the same page. We got to all be in the same spot. Everybody got to do their one eleventh and just play ball. That's it. it. They're just a logo. Like, it's just, you know, it's just another team. So. Coach Sean. Juwan Chuck Keeler, the Denver Post. We asked Coach about this a little bit. I want to get your take as somebody who's played on D and played in a few places. What What's impressed you about Cormani McLean as a true freshman coming in here? And, and where does he have to also improve and get better? Where did you like the first things he can improve? That's funny. That was my roommate TCU game. I'm like, damn, they were with a freshman. But, like, nah, he matured. Kermani matured. He know what he want in life. He going to go get it. Yeah, he got things, you know, he got to work on. We all do. But he real hungry. He come in every day ready to work. He long, real long. He could go play the ball, things of like that. Like, so he's special. You know, I, I expect coming back in a year or two, like, him being one of those guys. So. Hey, John. Brian from the Brian Howell from the Bowl with David Cameron. Mm -hmm. I think you played against Colorado in the Alamo Bowl a couple years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. imagine at that point you didn't think you would ever play for, for Colorado. Nah, nah. What, what's the journey been like for you going through college football from Texas to Tennessee, Arizona State to here? It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. You know, I kind of been dealt a crazy hand, but I won't let that define me. So myself, my first year at Texas, after that year, we had a whole different staff, offensively and defensively, going into my second year. Then after that year, Herman got fired, and they bought a Sarkeesian. So then that's when I went to Tennessee, did my two years there, graduated. So it's really been a blessing. Like I've been a part of a culture that we're at Texas, where it's everybody five stars, everybody legit, everybody this, everybody that. And then I went to a culture of Tennessee where it was like we was the underdogs. I came in with Coach Hype. So on paper, we wasn't those guys. We wasn't this. We wasn't that. So sneaking up on people, it made it fun. You know what I'm saying? So I've been able to be a part of both and kind of like take both of those and put them into one. Like I kind of know I'm that guy, but at the same time, I'm humble enough to know I got to work and prepare. I can't sleep on that other opponent, things of that sort. So it's kind of a blessing. Hey, Juju, Ryan Cunningsburg from DNVR. Mm -hmm. Curious just what Coach Hart has meant to you during the transfer process all the way up till now. Everything, everything. Just so real. He's a he, he straightforward and back person. You ain't got to look to your right or left. He, what it is is what it is. He's going to tell you what it is. It's nothing personal. He's going to tell you what it is. He's going to tell you he love you after that. You know what I'm saying? So just having a guy that played the game, too. He played at Kansas State, played linebacker, so things of that sort. He just tell us from our viewpoint. It's not always – it don't feel like a coach talking to you all the time. It's like, hey, like, I got long arms, so I may be able to do this, but he don't. He can't do that, so he's going to teach him a different way. So it's about taking your player and – making him the best player he could be. And that's been big for me. Okay, two more. Go ahead, Matt. Juwan, when you look at how you guys stopped the run against Oregon, obviously, you know, Smith Simons missed gaps. What was it on film that stuck out to you? And maybe what has stuck out to you maybe the first four weeks about your run defense specifically? 
man, we just got to play together. Like I said, don't try to do too much. Create a run wall. Everybody play their gap. Keep their eyes in their gap and things of that sort. Yeah, we see the ball flow that way. We could flow. But for the most part, just play our gap. Do our assignment. And plays will come your way. Plays will come your way. Ariel. Hi, Juju. Ariel Rasuda of Nine News. Uh, we've all seen Caleb Williams in this prolific offense, but what's something that stands out to you that maybe we haven't noticed? Like, what, is, what are you looking for this weekend? I'm looking for us to fly around the field. Same thing I'm always looking for. That, that creates less mistakes. Us playing 100%, 100 fast, you know, so things of that sort. Playing in, the back, playing in their backfield, things of that sort. I mean, everybody got athletes. Like I said, like, they're a school that get five stars, stuff like that. So you got to come in with your mind right. If you really know you that guy, you're going to play like that. And that's what we're trying to get to. Are you that guy? Definitely. <laughs> Thank Definitely. you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, bro.